0: Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury. And today's episode Are you committed to an epic new year? I don't know how you feel today about being the last day of 2018. Every year for me, I have this moment where I think, okay, the new year is about to come within a few hours. So what's next? What am I going to do in 2019? And I always wonder how I will feel like uh, at the end of 2019 if I achieve all what I wanted. So I found that a great way to transition is to assess what I've done in 2018 and then evaluate what I want more of and what I want less of. I don't know for you what you've done. If you happy with 2018, there are people who are like... Oh my God, I can't wait for the year to finish, and then other people who are so ecstatic, so many beautiful events came in their life that maybe they have they got married, maybe they have children, and we all have our own turbulence. The success of our year is about how we deal with those turbulence emotionally, financially, and physically. Of course, every time, we cross the new year. I always hear about um, Happy New Year, wishing you health and a prosperous new year. That's always what I will hear from people. And I'm wondering, what this prosperous means? We're really wishing it for others and we also want to have more prosperity. The thing is, what do we do about it? Yesterday, I went out and have dinner with my ex-husband and my son. And I have to say, compared to 2017, my relationship with my ex is now completely different from when we used to live together. And it makes sense because of all the growth I went through and all this emotional freedom that I've acquired during 2018, it really made me see things from a new perspective. and coming and meeting him with positive, vibrant energy is much more welcoming for him. So he adapts to my energy. Also, we don't see each other as much. So it's easier to, to be polite with each other, let's say. Um, during the conversation, at one point, I asked my ex what is going to be his new resolution for 2019 and he said well i'm not going to make any resolution because i don't want to break them because it's known that nobody really follows them so i'm not going to make any that way i don't break any commitments i just say, okay that this is way of seeing things i left it at that because that is his choice then I asked my son, how about him? How, what does he feel about the new year coming? He says, well, as far as he's concerned, it's just a new, another day. He said he doesn't see why there's a big fuss over the new year. I said, okay, I, I get that too. So with that in mind, I thought, okay, these are their feeling, their opinion, and they are entitled to it. Now, what about me? What do I want to do? And it's also not just about me, it's what about you? From which perspective do you want to look at New Year? Regardless of what my ex or my son decide to say, that's their life. Just like what you may think of this talk is also your choice. And for me, being committed to an epic New Year is important. I feel that time is of the essence. There is a few things that came to me several years ago, and I'm still into this thinking, is that God made me healthy. God made me smart. God gave me this strength to create things out of nowhere. And this is my talent. Sharing my talent with you and bringing that to a place of enterprise where I can create a company. I can create employment. I feel that in that place where I can build a community that there's more for people to thrive on. After all, every business starts as an idea. If the idea takes off, then people join in and start contributing to it. And that's what I aim for. I have the ability to do it. And it's I feel like it's my duty to do something about it, to take what I was given and share it. And in the sharing process, help others have a better life. I look at Bill and Melinda Gates, who, with their foundation, are really changing the world. They're really making the world a better place to live. And they're doing it with their surplus of money. And that I found very amazing. I mean, it's, it's interesting. There are, like, even J.K. Rowling, she also taking her own money and giving it to charity and helping single mothers who are struggling financially. And look at who's really helping the mass. It's not the government. It's people who have shined their bright light out there with the surplus, now they're giving back to their community. And I think that is the most beautiful thing that can be done. Now, grant you, some people do not have the health or the ability to do this. And I get it. And that's when the idea for me is, okay, I'm here to help the one who don't have this ability. For me, I see it this way. If I grow, if I am more solid, if I put my own oxygen mask first, I can then help others. And it's why I'm so committed to have this epic new year, because only then, when I'm strong, can I help others as well. One of the greatest thing that I'm so grateful for 2018 is having found emotional freedom. Emotional freedom came as I created this podcast episode and in sharing my message in the hope that it made a difference for you was my greatest wish it took me years to figure out what is that thing i was looking for and it is emotional freedom to be able to feel good inside i witnessed that the other day when i was talking with my mom Of course, with all that growth, I see things from a different perspective. And so when I was talking on the phone with her, I was, I mean, she hasn't changed. She's just the same mom that for all the years, but my perspective changed and I could see things from a different angle. And the sad truth is that everything she talked about, she was picking on people's negative traits or something that they did a mistake with. So there was a lot of judgment and a lot of of blame. It was not my place to continue on the judging and tell her that she's wrong in doing that because, I mean, she's sharing her opinion. What I tried to do is to, to bring the conversation to a different spotlight, like to, to help her see the other side of what she was telling the story. And I'm like, Okay, I'm going to just share with you the story. I mean, I know it's silly. However, you will get the context if I share with you. My mom was going on about an event that happened about let's say 4 years ago, and I was there in that event where my sister was she, she had she was trying to do the best of both worlds. So she's having a party at her place so that the whole family, the whole my my whole family gets together. That's because I'm visiting, and she wants to make something special. At the same time, the, across the street from where she lives, there's an ice skating ring, and we can go ice skating there. And we all wanted to be on the ice skating, but she also wanted to provide a good homemade meal. So she put everything into this crock pot. And the thing is, it came with a thermometer, and the thermometer she stuck it onto a piece of meat. The thing is, what she did not know is that when the meat reached the right temperature, it turned off. So what she thought would be a cook, warm stew turned out to be not cooked when it was time to serve because she did not know that it got turned off. While She, <laughs> she did not know it got turned off because we all went to, to ice skate. I could see, as a mom and a sister, she was torn between being with the family, having fun with her daughter on on the ice, having fun with all of us, or stay at home and cook. And so she tried best to do both at the same time. Now, of course, my mom came time for dinner. Of course, she would say, nothing is cooked and this and that. I cannot eat those potatoes, <laughs> they're too hard, whatever it is, you know. And and so there, my mom, when we're talking, and she brings back that story, and I try to explain, but mom, you don't understand. She was trying to be in the ice skating ring with her daughter at the same time. She was trying to do two things. And from that perspective, let's 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 not define her who she is by that oversight that she did not do it on purpose. I was, well, first, the most important thing to take in consideration here is the discernment. Discerning that this is her opinion, she has the right to say whatever she wants to say, it's her life, it's what she feels in her heart. And I have the right to discern that I choose to live with different kind of behavior and, and attitude towards other people. Later on, I was thinking about this. And if you remember, I mentioned this not long ago, where my biggest quest is to put beauty in this world. And I think that quest comes from my mom, who also was trying to put beauty in this world. My mom chose to put beauty through cleaning things up. You cannot see my mom without a rag of some kind that is she's wiping something down. In some ways what you focus on expand, right? So if you focus on dirt, it will expand, it will be at your face. Discerning what's more important in that moment, the dust or your task, or sharing your message, or or doing something for someone else. And I said one time to my mom, I said, you know, I said, there will always be dust. There will always be something to clean but there will be a time where there will not be no more time for you to share your gift it's up to you what you want to do in life but if you want to focus on just wiping things down what else you're not seeing in that moment and i left it at that however i realized recently that why i want to beautify the world Now, I have that coming from her that she, because I remembered how she felt about things that were not nice, and I picked up that energy vibration. So, I do want to surround myself with nice things. Not necessarily lavishly expensive, but nice. The difference is that in taking the time to clean my heart, I now know I can value your well-being. I can value... Life. I can value other people's life, other people's growth. I want to be prosperous and so I want you to be prosperous as well. And only if I help myself can I help you. However, if I keep focusing on the dirt, if I keep focusing on cleaning the countertop, then I'm not focusing on you and your needs and your wants. I'm not shining my bright light out there. To help you move forward, I noticed during that phone call that what my mom needs most is to wipe her heart, to take all that sorrow and sadness, and whatever her mom or the nuns or whoever, whatever they said to her that stuck there, that she made that made her feel inferior, that made her feel that like she's not good enough or capable enough to clean that away, to wash it. To me, a new year brings exactly that, a clean slate, something you can wash off and say, you know what, whatever happened the year before, it's past. I am ready to embrace newness. I am ready and committed to an epic new year. And on that note, I do wish you a happy, prosperous new year. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate and love you. And see you next year. Bye for now. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any question or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.